common sense recap of the day's biggest stories. It's John Katz and Rita Cosby. Katz and Cosby on 77 WABC. Joining yeah. us now to talk about a whole bunch of other stuff is Professor Alan Dershowitz, uh, the great, great author. Uh, his latest book, uh, The Attack on the Jews, The War Against the Jews, a big bestseller. Professor Dershowitz, um, before we get to, I, there's so many questions, but I want to ask you about some of these protests that are happening. Uh, as we're talking about the world in chaos, they were protesting at Sloan Kettering, saying that there were Jewish donors at Sloan Kettering Cancer Center. That is abhorrent to me. These protesters, these pro-Palestinians. Well, they're not pro. They're not pro-Palestinian. They're anti-American and they're anti-Semitic. They're just down the block from me. I live just down the block. I passed by the Sloan Kettering. It saved lives of people I know, some people in my family. It's one of the great, great medical institutions in the world. I bet you these know-nothing idiots that are protesting would be the first ones to go to Sloan Kettering and ask for a Jewish doctor uh, paid for by a Jewish donor if they get cancer, God forbid. Uh, But let's remember one thing. This clearly indicates that this is not just anti-Zionist, because these hospitals aren't Zionist. Uh, The people who contribute may be Zionists, anti-Zionists, or unconcerned about Israel. They're Jews, and that's what the protest is. The protest is against the Jews. Let's remember, too, in this protest, they announced that uh, Iran had bombed in Iraq right near the American embassy, and cheers went up from the crowd. Cheers went up from the crowd because an American embassy had been a target of bombing by Iran. These are people who support Iran. These are people who support Hamas. Let them not be fool anybody into thinking they're pro-Palestinian. They want to overthrow the United States government. They're the old communists. Alan, it's Richard Weinberg. They could bring down the government. Let me and ask. There's nothing to do with the Middle East. Yeah. All right. Let me tell you what also troubles me. There are reports that today, but they put it off because of the snowstorm in Washington, that government employees from the White House, the State Department, Homeland Security, Defense, amongst other agencies and departments, were going to go out there and have a major strike against the government in support of the so-called Palestinians. What are your thoughts about that? Do they have the right to do that, to walk away from work to do this? They do not. Uh, they have an obligation to report to work. Um, you know, it's they have the right to express their views. Um, it's not clear to me that they, some of them, are not subject to being fired if they don't reflect the views of the administration. And the views of the administration are not in favor of Hamas. But uh, again, let's remember these demonstrations are anti-American, and that's the core of them. And they're the old socialists, the old communists. They don't use the term communist anymore. But these are the same people that want to, uh, you know, object to Wall Street, want to object. To everything American, and they're opportunists. Uh, Israel is today's uh, issue. Um, intersectionality is tomorrow's or yesterday's issue. Uh, they'll seize on any issue. Why are they not getting arrested, uh, Professor Dershowitz? I mean, even even at the White House, they were they were screaming pro Yemen, pro Hamas, all the pro. They knocked down the security. Yeah, fence. they knocked down the fence. Isn't that destruction of property? What about permits? And I mean, White, come on, White House. Yeah, the White House. I mean, what more does it take? It's as much of an insurrection as anything that has been charged on um, January 6th. I mean, the January 6th was an attempt to protest an election, wrong in my view, wrong in the view of many people. This is really part of an attempt to overthrow the United States government. 
and uh, it, it could be seen as part of an insurrection. I wouldn't disqualify anybody who was in it from running for president, not that anybody would ever vote for anybody who was in it. But uh, these are very dangerous demonstrations. They also deny civil rights. They deny the rights of people to travel. They deny the rights of people to get into the train station, uh, to go over bridges. Uh, and, uh, you know, there is a statute that uh, says anybody that's denied their civil liberties and their rights and the right to travel is one of their rights, you can subject those people to uh, criminal prosecution. And I don't know why a double standard is, is being used. The same thing happened with Black Lives Matter um, in, on the West Coast when they were burning cars and burning access to uh, police stations and courts. Uh, nothing happened to most of them, or even when two lawyers in New York threw Molotov cocktails into police cars, they got a slap on the wrist. Yeah, my uh, my opinion, true. Professor Dershowitz, it's about yeah. politics. They are clearly oh, yes. worried about angering certain groups, but others right. throw the book at them. I mean, that that to me is not justice. Um, Craig Eaton has a question you for know, you, Professor Dershowitz. You hit it right on the head, Professor. I mean, they are yeah. disrupting the lives of American citizens in New York City. They're closing bridges. They're closing tunnels. And you know what? I think the police and law enforcement, is they're afraid. They're afraid because if they do anything, then they're going to be charged and attacked. So you and know, they're going to be accused of racism. Exactly, That's exactly. The, other, the, ultimate, the ultimate attack. But uh, the, you're accused of racism or anti-Muslim attitudes. No, no. These are people who are trying to enforce the law and, that, and enforce the law fairly. And these people are breaking the law, so we need to enforce the law. I agree. Alex, yeah. let me ask you one more thing. You had a situation where the so-called special counsel from Georgia went to the White House, went to the White House twice for two eight-hour sessions, meeting with senior White House staff and allegedly White House counsel with respect to the prosecution of Trump. What do you make of that, Alan? Well, we have to learn more about it. Um, you know, obviously, it's nothing illegal about that. But politically, we have to know, uh, is the White House cooperating in an attempt to try to imprison and convict the man who's running against the incumbent president? Uh, that just doesn't sound right. And, of course, you have this whole Fannie Willis thing. Now yeah, yeah, the boyfriend, right. <laughs> $600,000. I did the math the other day. Um, they, he was getting $100 an hour more than a much more qualified person to do this. But if you take his hourly fee and you divide it into $650,000, it would be, you know, thousands of hours of work on what they regard as an open and shut easy case. So I think somebody has to audit uh, the, the legal bills. No, and, nobody and, but professor, yeah, But somebody has to, yeah. Last night I was watching uh, uh, CNN and Fox uh, about the – uh, Iowa, and yeah. Middle America. Those those nice common sense people from Middle America were shocked, and that's why they voted for Trump. Did you get that idea? Yeah, I, I and I still don't understand it. I don't understand how Americans are so angry. This is not the 1930s. You know, we're not in a depression. Uh, people are doing relatively well. Sure, we have all kinds of problems of immigration and other kinds of things, but it doesn't. But, but is it, it's not, it's beyond immigration. Yeah. It's beyond immigration. It's is, invasion. What yeah. That's what I got the, the, the pulse of. It's invasion, not migration. Yeah, no, no, I understand that, but there are other issues as well. And, and people are so angry. Uh, and, and, and usually they get angry when there's a, 
a real cause for it. And look, I think I can see how people are frustrated. The vast majority of Americans don't want to vote either for Biden or for Trump. They'd like to vote for but somebody else, but they don't know who else somebody, they want to vote for. Somebody, whoever you want to blame, is trying to change our way of life in America. And John, that's what they said also in the exit polls, that they were asked out of Iowa. This to me was stunning. Do you feel the system works for you? You know how many said four percent of the people who voted felt that justice is not fair in America and something stinks. And that is concerning. It's getting worse because the people who are running our colleges and universities that are producing the elite leaders, because, you know, I know I did it for 50 years. I looked out in my classrooms when I started teaching at Harvard Law School, and I said, there's the next president of the United States. There's the next secretary of this. There's the next chairman of the FCC. Because I taught all of those people. I know who passes through Harvard University. And I am terrified as to what this next generation of leaders is going to be like, if, it's, if there's any sense of what they are like now, these useful idiots, many of them, who are parading around for it's issues crazy. No it's, idea about. We call it the bizarro world. I remember those comics I used to buy from yeah, Superman. I remember that. Yeah, uh, I like that. Uh, <laughs> Professor, last question. The Supreme sure. Court today, uh, I think, is going to bring up the, the, the cases where the, e, the agencies like the EPA, the, the SEC, the the, the, yeah. they're making their own laws instead of Congress yeah. making their laws. Yeah, no, the fourth branch of the government. There's no question about that. The, it's gone much, much too far, and the Supreme Court is going to shut it down. The Supreme Court is going to say the only way Congress can delegate responsibility to these administrative agencies, which don't even appear in the Constitution, is by express, explicit delib- you know, delegation of power. You can't infer uh, delegation of powers simply from an action. So I think we're going to see a revolution in the administrative state, and we're going to see more power return to Congress. That's my prediction. By the way, before we let you go, too, did you see the New York High Court denied Trump's appeal? This is on the uh, gag order. Um, where do you think that's going? Do you think that they that the High Court may take that up because it's the president of the United States? It's possible. Um, usually they don't take up cases from state courts of this kind, but it does possibly violate the First Amendment. So it's possible. And it is the president so of the so United it's, States. It's, well, it's not just, election. Election. It's 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 just an ordinary person. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, nobody's above the law, nobody's above below the law, yeah. and the law does apply differently sometimes to people who are running for president than it applies to the rest of us, especially when it comes to freedom to campaign. So um, there's a fair chance the court may may grant review. So, Alan Dershowitz, uh, thank you for your wisdom. Thank you for your common sense. And, <laughs> and, and how many books have you sold already? Have you sold a million books yet? <laughs> a billion oh, at much, least. Much. Well, I have written 53, 53 books and I sold well over a million copies in my current one is war against the jews and it couldn't be more relevant so and it's available on amazon and barnes and noble bravo 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 thank you so much for professor